All right, this is the next episode of 10 Questions. This is Stinker. And on the other end of the line, I've got the goat. <laughs> That's me. Bad. <laughs> I'm bad at that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm already going to jump into the first question. I, it, you know, not not too many people use use a goat as any kind of personification unless they're normally talking about uh, greatest of all time. So. Is that is that the case with you, or was there something else in, uh, no. in uh, deciding to be the goat? Okay, yeah, I've actually gotten this a few times. People are like, I cannot believe you call yourself the greatest of all time. And I'm like, I'm not. I promise, like, I will be the first one to admit I'm not. Will never be. And that's fine. I've come to accept that. I'm not a goat, greatest of all time. But it's, it's ironic because no one knows this, but I'm about to drop a truth bomb. Goats aren't even my favorite animal. <laughs> Elephants are. Um, but I think I just chose a goat. And two, I do really, really like goats. I would say they're probably my second favorite animal. I think they're really funny and I think they're pretty intelligent and they like to eat a lot, which I like to do as well. Um, and yeah i don't know there's just so many funny goats out there they really make me laugh and for the last like five christmases i've asked my parents for a living breathing goat and that hasn't happened yet so i had to create my own <laughs> okay okay yeah okay yeah, fair, fair, fair enough on that yeah. i i so i i i personally think that uh that, that, that uh goat videos are right up there with cat videos oh, on I the internet such a cat person but i totally agree <laughs> okay okay all right well let, let, let's let, let's roll into uh question number two i know i've had this discussion with ushi but uh let, let's let's get your side of the story how how in, how in the world did, did did that friendship get started uh she tells the story so much better than i do so i'm hoping on her she definitely told the story right yeah okay <laughs> so like i said she tells it so much better but essentially what was going on was it was right before defcon and caitlin bowden had tweeted out about her jokingly you know going to marry her best friend at um defcon and with that came some backlash from people saying you can't say that or you can't do that or i I have the worst memory, so honestly, this is why I make Ushi talk about it. But um, I saw Ushi comment on there, and so I was like, "I'm gonna get in on this because this is this is just funny to me." Like, like I cannot believe someone said that to her. So uh, I don't remember if it was her who suggested it or I who suggested it, but I was like, "Let's get married." And so uh, yeah, Caitlin officiated it back in August. It was truly beautiful. Um, and then it just kind of grew ever since. We put each other in our profile. Like we really didn't talk much up into that i'd seen her she'd seen me um but then you know once you're married to someone you're kind of stuck with them so just kidding there you go there you go <laughs> yeah i mean stuck in the best way okay um well well you know and my nice good little follow-up question too uh it, would you consider yourself or rogue the third will uh rogue because 
Okay, well, that's just subjective. But honestly, I'm the third wheel in, like, a lot because, like, when I go out with them, they're all, like, cutesy and kissy. And, like, my boyfriend doesn't live in the area, so I do third wheel their dates, I feel like, a lot. And they're very inclusive, and they like to bring me around, which is really nice. And then they kiss, and I'm like, ew. Um, But I'd like to think on all other occasions when they're not, like, being cute that Rogue is the third wheel because I kind of met him through Ushi. And she and I knew her before they really like hung out for the first time. So, um, okay, okay. longer. That's the long answer of it. All right, all right. <laughs> um. Okay. Next, next thing I need to ask you about is is why tequila? Are 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 you a margarita person, or is it something about tequila specifically? I think it goes back to college. So in college, I drank everything and I still will. You put it in front of me, I'm going to drink it. But I feel like, and I feel like this is for most people, you burn out on vodka and like really shitty vodka really quickly in college. So like I smell vodka and if it's not like, this is going to make me sound bougie. I'm really not bougie because I don't go for it. But like if I smell Grey Goose, I'm fine because, you know, it's a little like smoother. Like, you know, it's not going to make you wake up like terrible. But like the smell of vodka just makes me so sick. And then whiskey, my dad's really into whiskey. So like I think he kind of burned me when I was younger. He was kind of like the uh, don't no one go after him for this. But like I remember being in like middle school and he's like, haha try this and I was like okay and I tried it and I just like spit it out everywhere at the part at like his friend's party and I was like like so I was so ruined from like the nasty like burn and everything and I think he kind of meant that in like a like a lesson and kind of like I wonder how she'll take it because like I didn't really grow up drinking a lot but my parents did but um so I think like whiskey for me is always kind of like that burn from like middle school where I'm like oh it's not that great with that being said I've been to Louisville try to really acquire a taste for whiskey because of Ushi. Um, tequila is just, it's in margaritas. It's really easy to drink. You can have really shitty tequila and usually be okay, in my opinion. Uh, okay, I go for some okay. things that aren't that great, but I don't know. I think I also drink tequila with like water a lot. Um, I know that's disgusting for a lot of people to mix water and alcohol, but then like I feel like I'd never get hungover when I'm doing that. Like rum will make me throw up and I don't throw up very easily. Whiskey's a burning sensation and vodka is just like a bad time. So I think I just, yeah. And so I just stuck to it. I just kept to it. All right. All right. Well, and and really in the long run, drinking, drinking your alcohol cut with water. Well, one, it cuts the alcohol, but two, what is a hangover? You know, exactly. It's whenever your whenever your brain turns into a raisin, you need water. I really don't get hung over that much, fortunately, and that just might be because I'm a, a bit younger than a lot of people I hang out with. But um, yeah, you recover faster. You're a little more impervious. Take it from somebody that, that that's that's been there and kept on past that. Yeah, at some point, um, at some point, you're gonna run into that wall. Oh, probably. <laughs> I don't um, doubt it. I had a really bad time over Christmas break. So I stopped drinking uh, for a while after that one. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, you know, they, 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 this is all tied in. I, you know, we're, we're, we're talking on a Taco Tuesday and all that jazz. So, Yay! well, we're, 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 
you're you have uh, for for anybody that's seen go to my back and forth on Taco Tuesday for some odd reason. You are so much about burritos. Okay. <laughs> yes. Where does uh, that I, come into? Well, I think I'm very picky about tacos. Like, I really like a good Mexican street taco. And I lived in the West for about eight years. And I feel like I haven't been able to, like, match that when I lived in the Midwest or now on the East Coast. And so, like, I just turn to burritos. And, like, honestly, I make my tacos usually so big I have to turn it into a burrito. So, or a really big taco, so. Okay, well. It's about more food consumption. Just, just remember, it is Taco Tuesday. I hope, I hope you've unrolled it and then folded it in two. Of course. Always. E Only for e Tuesdays. You know, I, that, that, that's, wouldn't that uh, be the Mexican food equivalent of a calzone? Yes, because you're just rolling up a pizza. Interesting. There you go. There you go. I like that thought. Does that mean I can eat calzones or do I have to unroll it to a pizza? Huh. Well, in, in the long run, though, I'd say calzone is turning a pizza into ravioli. See, that's weird because I'm not big on ravioli, but I'm really big on pizza and I'm bigger on calzones. See, just or, the fact of wrapping it. Or, or, or even like a, um, Pop Tarts. Pop Tarts Ooh, are basically okay. dessert ravioli. That's true. That is true. Haven't had a good Hot Pocket in a long time, actually. Now you got me hungry and I just had dinner. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, since you've uh, had a wide experience uh, in uh, different areas of the country, um, mm -hmm. what is, which area of the country would you say overall probably has the best food? Oh, that's a good question. Like, but I would never say the Midwest. They have some like good home cooked meals, but honestly, I don't. They don't even have in and out there. Don't even get me started. Um, I lived in the South for six years, and I do miss the barbecue. I am so big on barbecue. Oh, wait. Kansas City has good barbecue. Ah, oh, shoot. Yeah, but um, see, there's, actually, if you're talking barbecue, there's Kansas City, there's Memphis, there's Carolina barbecue, there's Texas barbecue. You know, I went to Memphis last year, and I wasn't as impressed. But I, and I also, I did live in North Carolina for a while and I wasn't really, I don't like vinegar. So, you know, I really, I just like every food. Although I really, since I haven't had In-N-Out in a while, I would have to go with West Coast. And you get that authentic, like, like more, I think more authentic Mexican food. Where I live now, it's honestly just like a melting pot of people. Um, oh my God, I'm trying to like honestly come up with a, a definitive answer. All right, screw it. I'm gonna go Buffalo, New York. Favorite place. I okay. freaking, I'm a Frank's hot sauce, buffalo wing, french fries kind of girl. Buffalo, New York. Final answer. I'm locking it in. What was that show? All right. All <laughs> right. Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or as Reed does it, who wants to be a millionaire? I miss that show. Is it still on? Um, actually, I think they finally canceled its syndication run last year. Now I'm sorry. Um, um, okay, well, 
since, since you've been in the South and the Northeast and the West and the Midwest, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm stuck on the gravy question, but I, I, I got to know light gravy or brown gravy. Brown. I've never been well, a fan of gravy. I think it goes back to like, I love Thanksgiving and I've always just had brown gravy. Like Thanksgiving is a brown gravy kind of time. That's my excuse. So, okay. so it's, uh, well, I was, I was, I was going to say, so, so does it, does that mean that uh, you've tried all different variations of white gravy and you just, and you just not having it or. Okay. That's false. I see. Now I'm going back on my word again because like, I love biscuits and gravy, and that's white gravy. Shit. Oh, uh, hey, it's a, a, a good sausage gravy. It's hard to beat. Hard to yes. beat. Yes. But you can also make sausage gravy look brown. Can I go with brown sausage gravy, please, for the win? It's like a okay, Nick, really brown. Uh, uh, okay, okay, obviously nobody's going to be able to see this, but I, I just shot her the, the craziest look. Um, I'll send a picture how, of my dad makes biscuits and gravy. I don't know what he puts in it, but it always turns out like a little brownish. I think it's just like seasonings and probably bacon but, fat. But 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 is there is there still a cream base? Oh yeah. Yeah. Does that make it white then? Basically, yeah. Now you're just getting so technical. I have no clue. I just eat, okay? <laughs> Put it in front of me. Food or drink. Okay. Um, uh, Star Trek or Star Wars? Uh oh. I love Star Wars. Um, I don't like the new ones, but that's a different rant for another day. I have yet to see Star Trek. I've yet to see 90% of the movies out there. I haven't seen... You could just start rattling off movies, and I promise I haven't seen them. It's that bad. Really? So it's on my watch list. I know. It's, it's a very disappointing time. I feel bad telling people that. I've, like, really thought about watching it, though. Does that count? Well, yeah, but no. If you, if you haven't seen, whenever you're saying you haven't seen a lot of the movies out there, are you talking like movies in general? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay, well, you know what? There, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, so some people they movies, television, just not their thing. I I, I get it. But it, but it is my thing because I do I do like watching movies and TV. I go through like waves. Of watching TV and movies, but like growing up, like what was one? Like I told my dad the other day, I was like, you know, I'd never seen Back to the Future, and he was like, what? And I was like, like you're my parent. I've never seen Back to the. F I finally watched it over Christmas break, but never seen Fight Club, Breakfast Club. What are some other classic ones everyone quotes? I know all the quotes. I just never seen it. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just never seen Parkers. Okay. I heard that on Caitlin's. I've seen sneakers, but I haven't seen hackers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, he, yeah, okay. So, so if movies <laughs> and TV is your thing, even though you really, it is, but it isn't, then what, 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 what is, what, what is leisure time? If, if you aren't doing the thing that is your thing. 
I feel like I never have leisure time. Um, like I said, I go through waves. So, like, sometimes I'll, like, binge watch a show. So I just, like, binge watch Handmaid's Tale and October Faction. And I caught up on Sex Education, all on Netflix and Hulu. Um, this last, like, in the last week. And now probably I'll take a break and start reading again. And I'll probably get through, like, a book or two. And then... I'm currently living with some family because I just moved out to the East Coast again, but once I get my apartment back, like I was in the Midwest, I had an art studio, so I would go through like a month of just doing art. So like, it's odd, but I do a lot of like rotational things. And then in between all that, I travel every other weekend, so. Okay, okay. Lots of travel. You know, there, there's, there's nothing wrong with, with rotating things out, you know? I, I'm, I, I'm one of those people that I will get on a certain kick and that, and I will keep going on that kick and going on that kick and going on that kick until I'm just like, nope, okay, I'm done with that. Yeah, um, I, get, uh, I get bored, I guess. I don't know. I have, like, a lot of hobbies. Mm. I just don't stick to one for very long, but I do pick it back up. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> question number eight. Okay. Uh, if, if, if you were told that you were about to be adopted by two Hollywood celebrities, uh, but you got to pick adopted. who it was that was adopting you, who, who would be mom, who would be dad? Oh, shoot. This is one I was not prepared for. Um, let's see. Who's Pink? The singer Pink mm -hmm. would be my mom because I've seen how she talks about, like, her daughters and I've – or her daughter. I think she just has one. And she's just, like, full of love and passion and she's just nice. I don't think I've ever really seen anything bad about her. Um, and she cares a lot about her daughter, so I love that. Um, dad, who is my dad? Hmm. See, it's like weird. It's different because it's not like, who's my celebrity crush? It's like, it's not a crush. You want them to be your father figure. So, right. huh. Maybe someone like Quentin Tarantino because he's my favorite director and, um, he's a bit different. So, uh. Yeah, that would be very interesting to have, like, a Quentin Tarantino as a father figure. He's just uh, pretty hardcore from what I've heard, and I like his movies. So I'm just going to go based on that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I might have a better answer in a week. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, question number nine, then. Oh, wait, wait. Back okay. to eight real quick. Okay. Can I have Betty White as my grandmother? Sure. All right. Sure. <laughs> That's all I care about. Um, question number nine. Um, would you consider yourself a uh, wild child or a fairly um, in the inside the lines type person? Oh, my God. My dad was a Marine, so... <laughs> I was very much in the lines. Um, I never snuck out. I drank like once during high school. If that, I didn't start really like drinking until like freshman year of college, which there's nothing wrong with that. I think 
but I think I was very much like in the lines. I was really afraid of upsetting my parents. Not that like they would get upset very easily or anything, but yeah, I just wanted to like be a good kid. I was always doing things too growing up. I was in theater and debate and lacrosse and student act student clubs, just various things like government and whatnot. So I don't think I had time to be crazy. And if I was crazy, the Marine and my dad would come out and he'd be like, not acceptable. He would just like give me a look and I'd be like, okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, half, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I got more guys through college though, definitely. Did some weird stuff. Definitely trust, is this incriminating? I trespassed on the arch one time when it was under construction and like hugged it while I was very drunk. <laughs> it's probably the craziest story I have, but. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's not that crazy. <laughs> um, oh, you see, uh, you said debate. Uh, were, were you a CX or LD debater? LB. Or LD. LD, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I never, I never knew of the existence of the debate team whenever I was in high school. But then I ended up uh, later on getting to get involved in judging debate. And I was like, okay, what the heck? I yes. would have I, I would have kicked butt in this thing if I yeah, had known it existed. People, yeah, I think our so. industry would be really good in speech and debate if they haven't. But I think speech and debate kids usually go on to be like lawyers. Which makes well, sense. I, I was <laughs> I was often told by by my uh, mother that uh, she believed I would either be a pastor or a lawyer because I could argue with the post. Yeah. Uh, did you, did and, you enjoy judging? What's that? Did you enjoy judging? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there there were judge? definitely, I, I, I got to judge both. Oh. Um, yeah, judging CX is a little, is a little more involved because yeah, you have to, you have to go down the list of okay. Here's the argument made. So and so, you know, did 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 that get answered? Did they drop uh, drop it in their next uh, rebuttal and stuff like that? So, yeah, there the, there was a lot more ins and outs to it. Where whereas whereas LD, it was just okay. Who do I feel made the more compelling argument? So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that is, Douglas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, you know, honestly, though, had I done debate when I was in high school, I probably would have, um, I probably would have done CX because yeah. that's just, you know, that it, it just, it, it fits my demeanor, it fits the way my brain works. So. The policy to me was always just so intense. Like I would sit in and watch, I guess you guys called it CX, which we probably called it too, but I would sit in and watch like my friends do it. And like, mm -hmm. not only like the speed, but like the caliber and like, like you said, you have to. If you drop something, it's automatically as if you like are agreeing to it. Where in like Lincoln Douglas, you can kind of come back to it, and it was more around like morals and ethics and feelings. So like I was pretty good yeah. about getting the judge to feel if I was passionate about it. That was something that was like my problem <laughs> in debate. Like I could, I was only like I was really good when I cared. Like there was like an organ donor one that I like was really interested in, but then there was like something stupid. I was like, I'm not freaking doing this. <laughs> But okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then, question number ten. We 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 blown through this a little. I know. Hey, 
went so quick. I'm surprised you can keep track because I like. Oh, um, that's that, 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 that's just this is what I do. I I'm one of those people that uh I'm one of those people that uh I I never really have had to take a lot of notes ever because uh, <laughs> I I I was always an oral learner. Um, you know, I, I, I remember my, uh, um, my uh, mom had to go to my uh, sophomore biology teacher and say, hey, if you don't, if you don't see him uh, taking notes in class, it's, he, he's not, not paying attention. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, yeah I, I could absolutely just sit there and listen and I can, I can get a whole detailed bunch of stuff off it. Now, having to having to recall it and work from it at a later point in time it was a whole different ordeal but yeah i'll i'll uh, save that for some other discussion at another time um, <laughs> I'm, I'm much of a visual learner so like i can be like like people start explaining things i'm like hold on i have to like look back through my memory remember what we're talking about if i have a chart that i have in my memory i have to like call back to that it's, yeah, well, there there was a that um, there was a uh, Bible competition I was involved in uh, through my church whenever I was a kid. That um, that uh, uh, you know all of us would be given uh, uh, cassette tapes with whatever with whatever uh, book out of the Bible was being studied for that year, mm -hmm. and um, for the first two or three years. Uh, what I would end up doing is whenever I went to bed, I would pop one of those tapes in and hit play whenever I went to bed. So between the fact that I was an oral learner and also the fact that that uh, you know it's it's a with that whole uh, point whenever you're about to go to sleep is mm -hmm. a good time to introduce information because that's when your brain's packing everything away from the day. Yeah, I've heard about that. I tried that with French, and I didn't wasn't as yeah. <laughs> well, I, I every for the two or three years that I that I handled it that way, everything that I did in those competitions, I aced. That's so cool. Every, every little bit of it. Once I stopped wow. doing that, I didn't do so well. <laughs> well, it makes sense if you need to like yeah. hear it. Hmm. Yeah. Jealous. <laughs> Everybody has something that's their own superpower. I'm sure you have yours. Yeah, one day I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, question number 10. What is both the best and the worst advice you've ever received? Hmm. Off the top of my head, <laughs> my dad and I talk about this all the time to this day. I'm really close with my family, if you can't tell. And uh, he, worst advice was a sixth grade teacher who told me math doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, straight up. She was like, math doesn't matter, blah, 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 blah. I was like, we use math every day. As much as I hate math, I use it every day. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like, I my dad is also just like a lover of math and he loves how straightforward it is and he like flipped out. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. I don't know if that was necessarily advice or just like something she said. Um, best advice would be probably something one of my old 
managers told me, and I don't remember specific order. I just remember like the feeling around it and like the concept. And he was pretty much like, it was just like around confidence and you know, like being okay, being confident as a woman in technology and being confident in the role that I was in, even though I was new and just like, it's okay to like be comfortable, um, you know, not comfortable with the fact that like to the point where you're like slacking off or whatever, but comfortable to the point where you're not like self questioning. And, uh, you know, that he was like, also gave me advice of like talking to other women in, in technology. And I didn't really think I needed to do that. I was kind of like, why are you making this about my gender? But, um, you know, from that, you know, I learned how to be more confident and talk to women who have gone through like similar things I have in my past. So that was some really good advice that, um, you know, I try to like play over in my head all the time, but it's not always easy. And I've, I've also spoken about this on another podcast <laughs> and uh, that I actually listened to again lately. And I was just like, wow, I needed to hear this again myself. And it's just good to kind of remind yourself that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that's the best and the worst. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we have uh, hit the end of 10 questions. Yeah. Is there, is there anything else that you want to add in or is there something you want to plug or anything before we're done? Uh, you know, I should have thought of this ahead of time. Um, no, I think actually what I just ended on is really important. Um, I don't, I also just want to like mention that, you know, if anyone needs help with anything or I know mentoring Monday is a really big thing. Someone just finally, finally, I shouldn't say finally, someone actually just reached out to me yesterday on Monday and I was really, really happy to help her. And I love helping people and I love making people laugh. If you get that from my ghost. Say there's anything, you know, that people need that I can possibly help with, or if they need a funny goat meme to just DM me. I've said this before, please respect my DMs, but <laughs> I I will always keep them open. So, you know, I think that's all I really want to end on. Plus, I wish this was 20 questions. I was just too much fun. Well, and, and, and you know, it's uh, it, it's one of those things that uh, I did express my disappointment whenever I did InfoSec Whiskey with Ushi, how, mm -hmm. uh, how she didn't how she didn't plan for uh, for, for having you along on that ride as well. So, uh, <laughs> so but 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 we've got another one scheduled. So I I, uh, I, I look Yay! forward to that. And, and, and this this one confirms I was right to be disappointed. Aw, uh, well, I can't wait. Uh, she's great. I can't wait to hear hers. I haven't asked her. I don't want to know what questions you asked her. I just want to, I can't wait to hear it, you know? <laughs> July 4th. July 4th. Oh, it's so far away. Do listeners, and I want everyone to know, we are recording this in January. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. And I will be done recording the entire 2020 season before February is over. That's so crazy. That's awesome. That's really being on top of the ball. I commend you for that. <laughs> I oh, tried yeah. to get organized. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm even. Uh, I'm even to the point where I'm scheduling some special stuff for the year too. So. Well, I can't wait to see. Thank you yeah, so much for having you. me. Absolutely. Thank you.